What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the God and Country Podcast, episode five, I think. Five, yeah, five yeah. number five. Number five. We're so glad that you're here. My name is Ethan. That's Daniel. We're going to go ahead and talk to you today about a couple things. We're going to be bringing up some scriptures, a couple of um, you know points of view from that Christians should have uh, regarding the world around them. We want to talk about sexual immorality today. Just uh, a blanket conversation about how we can, um, you know, in this country, it's becoming more and more normal more and more okay and accepted to uh, practice sexual immorality. And it's not like we have a problem with it on a personal level, but it is kind of like we have a problem with it on a spiritual level. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, just, that's um, just the hard facts. I mean, yeah, yeah, we're not God. We didn't come up with it, you know, politically. Right. So like, if you want to make that decision for yourself, then that's, By all that's means. your decision. To exactly. Make. But spiritually, um, you're, harming your soul you're harming yeah. your spirit, you're, you're damaging yourself, yourself. God, damning mm-hmm. yourself yeah exactly so uh and as we probably will focus on a couple things like homosexuality transgenderism um uh, have a conversation about that stuff gender dysmorphia what'd you say this dys, dysphoria dysphoria yeah and then the body what body dysmorphia body dysmorphia i'm pretty gender sure dysphoria the, i get those two mixed up phrase. anyway um we'll talk about that but we want to make sure that everyone understands we're not hating on people who are homosexual or practice that lifestyle or you know bisexual or lgbtq plus whatever we're not really hating on anybody we just want to bring all the facts to light say this is how god feels about it in the bible so this is how christians can appropriate that for their lives and you know just encourage all of the believers our brothers and sisters to not be hateful and be loving but also have a um a strong stance when it comes to this stuff have a have a backbone mm-hmm. have a, you know yeah. you're not going to move like sorry this is just yeah. how it is yeah that's that's one thing for me about these particular topics that uh kind of that doesn't make me mad i'm not going to say it makes right. me mad I'm, I'm not one to get mad over this stuff but um particularly in the church today mm-hmm. uh i i see some of the things like natalie and i last year for our anniversary um which is in just a couple weeks uh, good job remembering <laughs> <laughs> we went to we went to san antonio for the weekend mm-hmm. just hang out and stuff and and uh there was a um it was a denominational church i don't remember if it was like episcopalian mm-hmm. or, or something but it was like an old school oh like a presbyterian church. or yeah, something yeah, some, yeah it was some some uh denomination and um, all on the side of their church and on their, their welcome sign and everything, they had these, like, rainbows mm. and was like, everyone's welcome here. You know, that basically was the gist of it. And my whole viewpoint on it is that, obviously, the church is to be welcome and open to everybody. Yeah. Because the church is for people that are broken. The church is for people um, that are far from God. You know, we, it's it's a place for them to come and get to know God and, yeah. and in turn, get to know themselves. Um, but I think... Uh, some churches, not all. Uh, I think a majority of churches are still pretty strong in saying, "Hey, no, this is is wrong." Yeah, it's like the marketing bit almost makes it acceptable. Yeah, yeah, it's it's and and there are some churches. I mean, I know now, um, in I think I guess there there are churches that aren't really acknowledged by like the big whatever the big Catholic like official. Hmm. Like ruling group is or something. There's churches where they're like a lesbian priest, and you yeah. know, like all these different kind of things. But it's it's happening to where these churches are. I think so afraid of being called bigots or yeah. being called hateful that they they allow people to come into the church and they don't challenge them to grow right. and to right. say, hey, you know, 
we love you, but this is sin mm-hmm. type of thing. Um, well, the, the thing is, um, in dealing with sexual immorality, uh, it's, there's a immoral has to do with, um, like wicked, right? But it's not violent. And so we, the way we're going to do this conversation and the next episode is one's going to be more about immorality and the next one, the other one's going to be more about depravity. So in this one, we're going to be talking about everything from fornication, which, you know, I'm, I've been guilty of in my life. Um, uh, we're going to touch on pornography, uh, pornography, uh, adultery. Um, and then homosexuality is also in that conversation. I think the big thing that the reason I want to do that is because there's such a misunderstanding or a convolution in the church. That's like gay is bad, Mm -hmm. but I can still cheat on my wife and you know get away with it. Right. And it's, that's not the, that's that's not not what the the Bible says, right? The consequences of cheating on your wife are different than coming out of the closet Mm -hmm. for sure. Uh, And they should be, but it's sin is sin. Right. And, um, really they're not really hurting us. So we shouldn't be, you know, violent with them or excommunicating them or whatever. But, um, there's just some places they shouldn't go. So we want to address some of that stuff as opposed to in the next episode, we'll probably get into like child sexual abuse, uh, just sexual abuse in general, mm-hmm. like, you know, rape and, and, and stuff like that it's and address pe- pedophilia. Yeah. So, um, wanted to split that one up. This one's going to be a short one. The next is going to be a short one because, um, we just want to just throw some information out there, read some scriptures and then wish y'all the best of luck and pray for y'all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the first, the first um, episodes we're going to go real hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So we'll just, we'll kind of put it on. the. I want to put it all on the table here. Uh, uh, I've watched pornography before. Right. Yeah. Um, I had sex before marriage, <gasps> uh, but I'm not gay, <laughs> you know, so, but I uh, know people and have hung out with people that are uh, homosexual, living a homosexual lifestyle and they're nice people. Like they bought me dinner. <laughs> yeah. I bought them dinner. Like we, you know, we've uh, worked together and we have fun and we joke around, but um, uh, their sin full lifestyle um, only, you know, it doesn't make them like a bad person. Right. The, we're all bad because we're humans and we're all good because the Jesus inside of us. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. it's, you know, it's not like uh, we're hating on anybody, but the reason that we wanted to address this is because, um, the way that our nation is going and the media is going and the pop culture and stuff, it's been going this way for a long time is that if, if it's okay with you and it's not hurting, hurting anybody, then you don't need to worry about it. And that's just not what the Bible yeah, says. Yeah. It's just not like, libertarian wise like daniel said politically i completely agree you're not bothering me you pay your taxes so we can share the road cool yeah you know whatever i have more problem with you if you cut me off on the road when i'm driving than if you're living a homosexual lifestyle like Mm -hmm. that's just how it is but as a church as a believer as as christians we have to at least understand why we believe the way we way we believe so we can defend it yeah. Even if the whole nation comes against us. So I yeah. uh, just want to let Daniel read those scriptures because he's a better reader than I am. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple, couple scriptures, um, particularly, I think, in Romans, Romans 1, mm-hmm. um, 26 through 28 says, Because of this, God gave them over to sex- shameful lust. Even their women exchanged natural sexual relations for unnatural ones in the same way. The men also abandoned natural relations with women and were inflamed with lust for one another. Men committed shameful acts with other men and received in themselves the due penalty for their error. Um, so, it, and then 
I'll actually go ahead and read verse 28 because it just popped out to me as interesting. It says, furthermore, just as they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, so God gave them over to a depraved mind so that they do what ought not to be done. So I think it's that really just kind of like became like super interesting to me, that last verse, because it's like uh, relating that to relating, you know, men and women trading natural relations, which, I mean, if you go back to creation, right, God didn't you know that, that that's one thing that I, is interesting to me is everybody or not everybody but but i hear people all the time like oh homosexuality happened you know animals yeah have practice homosexuality well, well also animals didn't build the society that we have animals, animals eat their babies yeah animals don't know how to talk animals yeah. don't or communicate the way that we do A- animals aren't intelligent like mm-hmm. us um so you can't like really use that argument and also if you go back to um if you go back to Genesis, mm-hmm. God created man or woman for a man. Right. You know, he didn't, it's not Adam and Steve. Yeah. Kind of argument, yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, but, but I mean, he created a right. woman and a man. That is the natural relationship that he, uh, he created. And then, you know, in verse 28, again, it, it says they, they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God. And it's relating that to homosexuality homosexual acts so mm-hmm. god gave them over to an animalistic mind a depraved mind yeah so that they were doing what what not uh ought to be done which i think that was really interesting i just kind of i just kind of jumped yeah. out to me while i was reading that that i thought that was really yeah i saw somewhere cool. that uh, this guy was saying that it's actually a you know uh, another form of idolatry like why does god not want us to be homosexual it's not because he doesn't want us to have fun, right? Because I mean, they dance better than we do for sure. <laughs> but know, oh, you you dance you dance real good. Oh, you got the moves, huh? Bro, I was in a kinsei my tenth grade year with a bunch of the one kinsei at the high school. Look at this guy. I was the best one. The teacher told me. Ooh, white boy can help, dance. I had to help her teach <laughs> other people how to do the dances. Yeah, I was in like four kinseis in one year, so <laughs> don't come at me. <laughs> but um. Uh, it's not because God wants, you know, just says, oh, you, uh, you were born this way. You had these feelings like, you know, forget about you. Mm-hmm. It's a sin. It's not like that. It's just another form of idolatry where you, because of that verse where they they, they didn't think it worthwhile to continue to know about God or worship God or even think, you know, about godly things mm-hmm. because they were so focused on themselves and their own lusts gave them over to their depraved desires is what, yeah. you know, so it's a form of idolatry and that's mostly why God calls most sins sins because it's some kind of idolatry. I mean, you can probably boil most of the sins that he talks about in the Bible down to some sort of idolatry. Mm-hmm. So kind of just to touch base and make common ground. Uh, I, when, uh, when I was dealing with a porn addiction years back, it was a form of idolatry. It's the same thing when you, um, when you're dealing with homosexual temptations, when you want to live that lifestyle and you, you want to give in and all this stuff, it's not um, that you're like a, you know, a bad person. Don't feel bad about it. Just make a decision that I'm not going to give into this temptation and rely on God to give you grace to be stronger than that temptation. That's what he says. He makes a way out of every temptation. Yeah. There's no temptation that's come against you. That's that hasn't come on somebody else Yeah, that somebody else hasn't dealt with. So he's not going to, you know, God didn't hot take. God didn't make you gay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's just that just doesn't line up with the Bible. Um, it's not that your feelings aren't real. It's not that your emotions aren't real. When I get angry and I want to drive off the side of the road because I'm angry, that doesn't mean that my emotions aren't real. It's just that there's a higher standard. Um, our 
emotions and our feelings and our thoughts and things like that as humans, they change. God's doesn't God's the same the whole time. We kind of just like, Oh yeah, maybe I'll, uh, I'll start working over here and maybe I'll make this my career. And then we switch majors and all kinds of stuff. I mean, we, that's how we are, Yeah. but God isn't. So we have to look to God's standard and God's standard is heterosexual married uh, sexual relationships. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's yeah, just, he, that's I it. I mean, that's the first relationship in the Bible he Boom. created. I mean, besides, you know, the besides him and man. Yeah. yeah. Him and man. But I mean, the first human relationship mm-hmm. was between a man and a woman. It was heterosexual. Yeah. You know, and, um, and like you mentioned, like I had a problem with a porn addiction, porn addiction, you know, uh, I had sex before I was married. Center. Um, I actually, just to lay it all out there, I had a situation that happened to me, um, when I was younger that, uh, for a while, I never, I never, like, gave in to like, like homosexual thoughts that it would put in me, but it was a thing that like would like, especially a lot of the time when I was alone, hmm. didn't have anything to think about this this situation that happened, would come up in my mind. It would make me think about like, oh well, well, you know, am I gay? Mm-hmm. You know, anything like that. But it, and I never acted on those because I, you know, never really looked at another guy like that or you yeah know, never had any thoughts yeah anything, we, it's but. not that we don't feel for people who are dealing with homosexual temptation yeah sexual temptation and pe- yeah, period, yeah, period is, yeah. is the same inside of your body as far as endorphins and stuff yeah but uh where we feel that way for women some other people feel that way yeah. for the same sex yeah you know? but so like you said there, i mean there's no temptation that comes to you that, that right. god won't make a way out he'll make a way out of yeah it. so god i mean god will make a way and and he'll he'll allow you to overcome that temptation just like he he uh he allowed me to be able to kind of overcome some of that stuff some of the uh the mental i guess anguish that i dealt with yeah. with this whole situation that happened to me i mean i was probably maybe six or seven i think when it happened um and uh you know it something that that really heavily affected me but i and it affected me for quite a long time up until really when Natalie and I first got together, she was the first person I ever told about it. Mm-hmm. She was the first person I ever opened to. She's such a good person. Such and, a good uh, person. <laughs> so mean, annoying she, she how, me, how much yeah, of a good yeah, person she is. Right. It's she really made, annoying. She made me feel comfortable <laughs> enough, you know, and I, I'd had previous girlfriends before I had a girlfriend in high school that I thought I was going to marry, you know, right, right. but I never felt comfortable talking mm-hmm. about that. And then Natalie, I mean, I was happened when I was about six or seven. I didn't tell anybody till told Natalie and I was like, 20 something yeah you know um and in in opening up about that it helped me feel comfortable with other people to be able to open up about it when when i was with her when we had like conversations with people about some stuff um but it happens i mean it's some it's something that'll that'll come to all of us you know and i know particularly uh i'm just trying to look for the statistic but i couldn't find specifically the percentage but i know um with a lot of particularly homosexual people um or or i think even in trans people um they experienced uh yeah right here says for in 2015 the transgender survey found that 47 percent of transgender people are sexually assaulted at some point in their life um you know a lot of people uh 47 percent 47 wow yeah um a lot of people that experience these things or that they experience these feelings or these Mm -hmm. thoughts or they act on these things um assault was something that they they dealt with in their lives and they just didn't have um maybe their parents didn't take them to church or you know whatever uh however they were raised didn't mm-hmm. really give them the uh foundation. wherewithal or the, yeah. Yeah, the foundation to be able to resist those thoughts and mm-hmm. and they succumb to it and and um so we're not saying that 
I don't. I definitely don't want to say make anybody think that um, I'm like damning these people or judging these people. Of you course. know, I just want to talk about it from a biblical perspective. Also, from a personal perspective, is something that I I had to deal with and, and go through with my life. Um, that you know, it's I know it's not easy. Yeah, and I mean, I would even go so far as to say that we want to specifically talk to believers that have, um, you know, maybe people around them who are uh, dealing with. Uh, living, a f- they're just constantly fornicating, right? They're just out there hoeing, for lack of a better <laughs> word, right? Or, or they're in a long-term relationship that they're, you know, having sex before marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, people who are dealing with a porn addiction, uh, or they're being tempted with homosexual thoughts, or even transgendered thoughts, where they think that they're, um, where they're believing a lie, basically that they're in the wrong body, or something like that. that they need to change themselves. We want to talk specifically to believers who know somebody like that. Yeah. Believers who are either going through that or know somebody close to them who who are uh, going through something like that. Because um, to a certain extent, we can talk to kind of speak to the homosexual uh, experience just from what we've heard and what we've known. People around us telling us things, but we haven't actually gone through that. Yeah. Particularly. We've sinned. Right. Like like that. But um, yeah. we would, I would much rather be say that, oh, my experience is encouraging the saints mm-hmm. to treat people right, right? Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, like that's... this is what the Bible says. We want to treat people right, but we also have, um, you know, we don't want to be mean to people or close them out, but. Mm-hmm. We have to have a standard. You have to have a standard. Yeah. And my main thing, because me and my mom talk about it sometimes, and she'll be like, well, you know, if you're like cool with it at work and you're cool with them taking care of your kid while you go to the bathroom, while you're at their house, you know, like if you're close with them, why can't, why you have a problem with them at church? And I said, mom. Because Timothy, Timothy says, husband of one wife keeps his house in order. And there were, there are just, uh, two levels, deacons and bishops and the deacons are not supposed to be given to much wine and the bishops aren't supposed to be given to wine at all. So there's requirements for certain levels of leadership in the church who we're trying to talk to you right now. Right? So the people you see on stage, the people you see in the greeting, people you see in the kids church, people you see as preachers, right? These people should, um, not be fornicating. Um, do you know dealing with Pre-marital. it, right? Yeah, right. Or, or, Pre- or fornication, as in sex before marriage, God's, yeah. and then all, adultery would be like cheating on your spouse. Mm-hmm. So, not adulterers, not fornicators, not living a homosexual lifestyle. Um, and and ho- you know, ideally, you know, having dealt with already a porn addiction, right? Like, they just don't have that issue, yeah. You know, yeah. sexual immorality is not a thing for, for them. So that's that's the main thing I want to talk to to I want to speak to that more because um, that has to do with kind of that's a that's a there's a fine line how are you how are you going to love your neighbor when the neighbor next to you is a leader and you're like wait you can't you're not qualified for this job mm-hmm. how do you tell someone they're not qualified <laughs> in love you know yeah. I, I don't think that I've actually been able to do that before it's, <laughs> it's difficult especially so, nowadays because everybody well yeah because our society mixes in with it so much mm-hmm. you know if it was if it was the church as one entity and then like culture on another side which it never will be but if it was it would be a little easier be like because then you could walk out of the church go to a barbecue and be like hey man you're fired <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or or something but that's not really how it goes now you know you have to cultivate them you have to like nurture them and it's like when do you stop that where's the line it's extremely circumstantial mm-hmm. so um you know i just yeah i just wanted to to throw that out there because you know you work in a church and uh, i don't i never had to really be like hey uh i think um 
Yeah. I think it's time you sit down, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. There's actually, um, I've got a, a personal experience kind of with that same, that situation um, from back when I was uh, going to my home church in Texas City yeah, where I grew yeah. up. Um, I didn't have to be the one uh, to tell the kid to mm. sit down, you know, um, but it was a kid that, that would play every once in a while with us in youth band, like if my brother wasn't available or something was going on. And so this um, is like the high school age? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think he was a couple years younger than me. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so he was he would help out every once in a while. He didn't play every week, you know. Uh, he didn't. He wasn't considered like the leadership, like of the youth leadership mm-hmm. that would mm-hmm. like kind of help teach or whatever. Um, but he uh, came to I think specifically my brother and I um, one day, like after service or something, and he mentioned that he's um, he thinks he's gay. You know, he has these these thoughts or whatever, something something like that to that extent. And so I, you know, I was like, okay, well, you know, I think you need to talk to Pastor Jamie. You need okay, to, yeah. you know, yeah. go talk to him and, and kind of, since he's the leader, he's the youth pastor, mm-hmm. he's the one that you need to talk to. And, you know, he had to tell him, unfortunately, you know, we can't have anyone in leadership um, fighting with that because this is what the Bible says. You right. It's like, obviously, we right. want you to be able, we want you to come here. We want you to feel comfortable being here. We love you. We're not telling you you can't be here. Um, but just as far as playing, performing, yeah, as far as playing or yeah. worshiping, um, you can't be in that position while you're you're mm-hmm. kind of having this experience or the, these uh, thoughts or you know if and I don't even know if he ever like gave in to the yeah. you know whatever. But he he had been telling that's what he told us, and so Pastor Jeremy had to sit him down. I think unfortunately he took he kind of took it the wrong way and I don't really ever remember seeing him again. Yeah. Um, but that was kind of just the experience I know that, but I know I wasn't in the room, but I know pastor Jeremy, I know how he was. I know obviously he like told the kid like in love, like, yeah. you know, just as, as a leadership position, we've got to have standards and you can't right. be there right. doing that. So, um, I know, but especially today, like you said, it's hard in today's society because it's, <laughs> It's so offendable. Everyone's yeah. so offendable. You know? Yeah, really touching. You can't um, like some things. I'll I'll, I'll kind of want to get into. Uh, in this episode, kind of probably be super offensive to some people, but it's, <laughs> I'm, you know, it's it's. I mean, it's but it's science. It's like statistics. It's, yeah. You know, certain things um, that canceled. No. <laughs> I have what five episodes in? Yeah. But hey. Um, but you know, it, it like. But but again, like like we said earlier, um, sin is sin. Yeah. So I'm not saying that um, you know I that just because you're gay you can't do anything. I, I mean I think like yeah. just if you're if you're having homosexual thoughts or, or you practicing homosexuality or yeah if you're, if you're having, practicing homosexuality constantly dealing with the temptation I don't know it's it's easier to hide a pornography problem than it is yeah i mean it's even easier to hide just premarital sex yeah yeah because people see a couple holding hands they're like oh whatever they see two dudes holding hands they're like wait what you know (laughs) so it's a lot easier to hide those sins and i think that's why there's it's such a nerve i don't know it's it's weird it's i mean and to kind of just get into it uh yeah you know statistically um those uh, people that identify as lgbtq Blah, 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 whatever it is, they tend to have uh, more struggles with, with mental disorder. Okay. Um, they, there's what this, of course, my laptop wants to mess up. Um, where is it? 
Yeah, it's compared to people that identify as straight LGBT individuals are three times more likely to experience a mental health condition. LGBT youth are four times more likely to attempt suicide, experience suicidal thoughts, and engage in self-harm as compared to youths that are straight. Uh, 38 to 65% of transgender individuals experience suicidal ideations or suicidal thoughts. Mm -hmm. Um, Estimated 20 to 30% of LGBT individuals abuse substances compared to about 9% of the general population. 25% of LGBT individuals abuse alcohol compared to about 5 to 10% of the general population. And they're 2.5 times more likely to experience depression, anxiety, or substance abuse misuse is what the the article says so i mean you know unfortunately um and i i believe it's because they're not aware of who they are in christ they don't know the lord they don't know the god that created them Mm -hmm. so they don't understand themselves it's an identity problem yeah it's an identity problem it's it's they're they're at war with themselves and they go towards pleading pleasing the flesh mm-hmm. because it's it's easier to give in to that temptation it's easier to give in to your flesh than it right. is to like discipline yourself and grow mm-hmm. and go through the hard work yeah kind yeah of. yeah go yeah do do the hard work yeah. to to, yeah. to better yourself i mean, no, i don't want to say better yourself because because uh, there are people that i know that grow just according to, to the biblical standard. Yeah, yeah. To according to the, the yeah. yeah, according to biblical. We didn't make it up. <laughs> yeah. Don't be mad at us. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be mad at yeah. us. Talk to God about it. Yeah, yeah. That's, he he did it. Not but, me. You know, <laughs> and so I think that's a that's a problem. And in particular, just this past Sunday, um, I, I preached at my church and um, Valiant Church on Facebook. You can find <laughs> the video if you want to go watch the sermon. Uh, but I talked about um, we're in a, a ser- series called Warrior right now, and I talked about warrior mentality. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning of the, the sermon, I pointed out that there's a reason that in the armor of God, salvation is the helmet. Hmm. Because you have to know you're saved and you have to know who you are in Christ to be able to deal with the the mental mm. attacks that the enemy is going to try to come at you yeah. with, you know, or and because your identity is kind of. A, a mental thing yeah you know, it's housed it's how up you here think of yourself. yeah yeah and so so the more you think of yourself as saved the more you know the word the more that you know that you're a new creature yeah that you you were crucified with christ you know the more you know your salvation the easier it is to to, to live that out and yeah to, you know so when the things come at you like oh i'm gay oh i'm a transgender i'm uh, yeah, you, can you know say, I don't know because God exactly maybe you know God like, I don't want to stop having God. sex before marriage yeah, or, you know whatever yeah, the issue yeah, is. yeah exactly yeah whatever the issue is whatever the sin is um, the more you know your salvation the more you know uh, I specifically I related to him the the more you know that you're a new creature mm-hmm. you don't have to to continue to fall into that sin yeah um, but that's that's kind of like the disconnect here is mm-hmm. because they don't know their salvation. They don't know that Christ died for them or they don't believe it or whatever it is. God, in, like in, in Romans 28, they, they thought it was not worthwhile to know the things of to God. Know God, so yeah. God gave them over to a depraved mindset. Yeah. Um, so, you, and, and it's unfortunate that it happens, but also it's not God that does it to, to people. Right. I think Just that's because important. he lets you go doesn't mean that he pushed you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that's important to, to yeah. know uh, yeah. because nowadays, of course, everybody's always like, well, if God is so good, then why is there disease? Why is there famine? Why is there war? You know, well, it's not God that that did that, right? You know, He. That's just part of the curse. That's, yeah, that's yeah, the world exactly. we live in. It's yeah. sin because humanity gave the world up to mm-hmm. to Satan. He can go around and do you know, but when 
where you see people allowing God and, and, and praying the will of God into their life or mm-hmm. praying just for God to move, you see benefits of that. I mean, right. America was founded as a Christian nation and it's the greatest nation in the history of the world. That's you know? right. I mean, Amen. It's our hot take, I guess, hot maybe. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> Sweden ain't got nothing. Is it Sweden or Switzerland? That's Norway? They're socialists? Who is it? Well, they're not all technically socialists, actually. Well, whoever Bernie kept referring yeah, well, to. Okay, well, whatever. Yeah, I just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. just, I just hot take. America's but, um, better than wherever Bernie says that we're not better than. <laughs> so how about that? Uh, how about that? But yes, yeah, so, I mean, these people, unfortunately, these people that are giving themselves up to depraved mindset, because, again, God did not do that to them. Mm-hmm. He allowed them to go that way because that's the way they were going. They wanted to go, yeah. They, he, he, you know, he didn't say... This, this is my problem with predestination. You know, I don't think God's going to choose, choose particular people and yeah. say, you're going to heaven and I'm going to send all the rest of you to hell. That's right. Even though I love you. Even though there's seven scriptures that dis- disprove that <laughs> right off, right off the bat. Uh, right another hot bat. take again. Another uh, hot take. But, uh, <laughs> We're not Calvinists. God didn't make you gay. And what was the other one? America's the best. Yeah, so, America's the best. <laughs> just keeping y'all up to date on yeah. this on this so, episode. But, you know, that's so that's... Uh, I, I, I don't see God as a person to do that. So I, I also don't see God as, as a guy to, or a guy, as a, as <laughs> your boy, it's as, your boy. As a God to, <laughs> Jesus is my homeboy. Oh, he's, uh, he's my homie. Uh, I don't see God as, as a God to, to f- push people into that. You know, right. if you're going to run away, he'll let you run away. Mm-hmm. But you, in, you know, but he'll, he'll chase you. Right he just there. won't yeah. like trip you up and grab you and force yeah, you to come not, back. Yeah. 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 Um, which that, that was kind of my story. You yeah. know, I ran away and he let me run away hard. I ran away hard. It was just a few months, but mm-hmm. I ran away real hard, hard. and deep. I went a hundred percent into mm-hmm. what I was doing. Um, and, and then, there he found Natalie. Yeah. Love yeah, story. So, um, <laughs> but he, God, God didn't push me to that, right. you know, right. it's because I wasn't doing what I needed to do to keep myself aware, mm-hmm. to know myself, to, to wear the helmet of salvation, wear the helmet of salvation yeah. protect myself from okay. that. Well, um, you know, I, so I just wanted to, uh, we just wanted to address this on the God and country podcast because of the, um, because next time we're going to be talking about some more scarier things where things, uh, ideologies are kind of pushed on people. And we see this, we just, we're just seeing this. So it's going to be a lot more facts next time. But the, the main reason I wanted to point that out is because as we talk about this, um, we want to make it clear that, uh, to us on this podcast, because of what the Bible says, sin is sin. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. that's just it. You know, we're not going to support sin, but we're not going to damn you either. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus, uh, one of my favorite, the, the best things I think I ever realized, and it helped me, it helps me walk in love, is that Jesus didn't condemn the woman caught in, adult, in adultery, but he didn't condone her sin either. Mm-hmm. He said, go and sin, sin no, no more. more. Yeah. So, you know, I don't condemn you, but I don't want you to sin no more. It just, just, and so there's actually a middle line and, um, yeah. and that's love, but people don't tell you that. You know, and unfortunately, yeah. Christians, don't, the church, the big C church, like in the grand scheme of things, they don't really live that way. And so, you know, if it's just a matter of stop joking about it for you, you know, wherever your walk is, then, then, then stop joking about it. Mm-hmm. If it's a matter of dealing with that temptation and asking for help from someone above you in the body of Christ, do that one too. I think that's two ends of the spectrum there. Cause I know a lot yeah. of guys that we, you know, we joke about it, but if something serious happened, they probably wouldn't know how to handle it. Yeah. You yeah. know, whereas other people are dealing with the temptation and I've known a couple people, not too many, not as many as the other one. And, um, uh, 
uh, it's just a matter of seeking help and getting the brethren around you and, and, and really trying to grow. So, uh, Daniel, how should Christians deal with sexual immorality in America? Yeah. In yeah. America? Well, I think, uh, a good, I found an art- article, um, earlier that, uh, I kind of read through a little bit, but it just makes like five points that the Christians yeah. need to know about, particularly yeah. it says the transgender debate. Um, but I think we can relate this to kind of everything. And it actually came out on my birthday in 2017. Oh. Um, but <laughs> And so it just makes a couple points I think I kind of want to make um, that I think the first point being in relation to transgenderism, it does state that, you know, Christians should know that disagreeing with trans- transgenderism does not mean denying the pain of gender Absolutely. dysphoria. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like, like we've we've tried to make sure we're saying multiple times right now, just because we're saying, hey, we don't agree with this. Uh, we don't think that we you don't know, support a man it. Be a woman and a right. Man, you know, right. All that. That doesn't mean that we aren't here for you if you're having these problems. If you're having the, these mental struggles, yeah. um, definitely, uh, I mean, we've got some social media, you know, yep. reach out. At GNC Pod, hit us up. Yeah, DM us something. You know, we can we can give some scripture. We can even just be there to kind of yeah. to just to talk to somebody if you need exactly. it or whatever. We'll probably just you know? listen if you really yeah, want us to. Yeah, just exactly. Let us know. Um, you know, uh, another point is that the Bible does support uh, supply the framework uh, for understanding transgenderism, homosexuality, sexual immorality in general, mm-hmm. premarital sex, you know, all that stuff. Um, so obviously be in the word about yeah. this. You know, uh, the there's plenty of scriptures, you know, that we can that I think, unfortunately, the church has been just really hard. Um, you know, there's there, there's the more extreme churches like uh, Westboro Baptist or whatever, whatever yeah, that church was. Yeah, know, they were. It runs around. With I'm really glad I haven't heard about them in a while. You're like, all going to hell. You're all know, going to hell. Whatever. Hey, see you there. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, we don't. I don't. I don't come from that walk. I know Ethan doesn't no. come from that walk. I'm never gonna. Excuse me. I'm never gonna just condemn somebody to hell because everybody can be saved. You know? Right. Right. Um, but I will. You know, just as I'm, as as believers are supposed to sharpen other believers. You know. Mm. Um, especially if you're a believer dealing with these kind of things, uh, I will be there to sharpen you with iron and give you the truth of what the yeah. word says. Um, if you're not a believer, uh, you know, uh, or, or if you are a believer that has someone that's not a believer in this, it does. The Bible does say that the goodness of God leads men to repentance. That's right. Um, you know, so make sure, uh, just they, this was kind of the point I'm going into here is that Christians need both conviction and compassion in in mm-hmm. this topic. Yeah, and that's that's um, a that can be a fine line to walk. Yeah, yeah, you definitely don't want to be so compassionate that you're allowing sin, right? Um, you know, but you don't want to be so convicting that you're pulling, Cutting you're sending, people you're off. pushing yeah. people away from God. That you're not loving them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the exactly. goal. That's that's what we're supposed mm-hmm. to do. You know, so you don't you don't want to pull people in so hard that everything's okay, but you don't want to push people away so much that that they lose their chance to yeah, know the, God. And know yeah, because you might be the only really Jesus they experience exactly, in their life. Yeah, so, yeah. so um, I think Christians, just believers, uh, as as always, pray, mm-hmm. uh, be in the Word, and just love love people. You know, um, really, you have to be rooted and grounded in love. That's right. Uh, you know, and and that's this, especially this particular topic with how sensitive it's gotten in today's world. Um, you know, definitely uh, make sure you're practicing love, but. Love does not mean accepting everything. That's right. Uh, love means, you know, I, with our children now, you know, I'm sure Ethan has to deal with it a little bit more because I've only got Because she's nine, a toddler, yeah. Yeah, and I've got a son that's going to be nine months and in nine days. Um, but once he gets to the point where he kind of maybe starts to mess around a little bit, you know, I'm oh, going yeah. to. Oh, yeah. Addie said, duh. 
to uh <laughs> to her grandma the other day and we all turned around and we were like excuse you who's gonna hit you you know <laughs> i'm yeah, just kidding we know, don't hit we, her but so but so, we all were like whoa yeah so love i mean love you have to be um truthful in that because if, if you're not being truthful about about the sin then it's not really love it's just mm-hmm. I, I don't even know what to call it a lie <laughs> <laughs> it's a lie yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah no we just wanted to to put on that uh, put all that out there and i mean and then just on the countryside because we're god and country right so that was kind of the god side how can we address it you know uh, everything from fornication as a teenager um you know to being you know cheating on your wife when you're 30 or you know and then all the way down to transgenderism at, at any age all of that kind of goes into this maybe not transgenderism okay well i mean i guess since we're talking about it do you think that transgenderism would fall under sexual immorality since they're more dealing with themselves See, that than particular their, one i think kind of flips between the two goes between, between the morality two morality and depravity because when it's just someone that's struggling with it i think it's immorality but when you've got um like celebrities that are pushing stuff pushing on it, kids yeah. or you've got people mm-hmm. that are trying to push it into schools or you've got like drag queen story hours right you know that are trying to push this stuff on the children that's where it that's a little more depravity evil you know? uh like a aggressive evil yeah 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 okay well I, and, and I, I wanted to ask that because if you're just dealing with the temptation of, like i mean you know i could wake up one day and be like you know what i don't think i want to be um you know, have this color hair anymore. And I just like diet. I'm like, no, I was born blonde. You know, it's like, it's, it's a lie, but like, I'm not hurting anybody. Yeah. Well, yeah, (laughs) but I'm not hurting anybody. So I wouldn't, you know, so much call it like immorality. So, you know, we wanted to address that one too, because we, we feel the same about it. So we wanted to put that one in here, but as far as like, it's a sin to be transgender, I probably wouldn't go that far. What do you think? I, I think again, it can, it's kind of a fine line that mm-hmm. you know the actually the mental disorder problem of it and the the uh i can't call that thoughts, sin i wouldn't say it's sin okay but i, I would say pushing the agenda uh-huh. is where it kind of pushing start, it begins e- to come maybe even sinful. accepting it yeah Do you think kind of like following along with a lie when you know the truth yeah, yeah, not a good thing yeah, yeah. But sin okay yeah, i think i think that's glad i fleshed that one out sinful where it's it's just on an individual basis i wouldn't necessarily call it so sinful because it's just someone dealing with uh, uh identity crisis yeah you know, so it's problematic like but it's not like certain yeah because you can because you can help people you know yeah. like there's statistics that show most kids that that say that they don't feel like a boy mm-hmm you know, when they're like seven, by the time they, they grow out of it, they grow out of it by the time they're done. A vast puberty. number of them. Right. Yeah. Because they're just more comfortable in their body. I think right. it's like 60 something percent. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, even a, a larger percent of them regret it after they go through it. Yeah. Go through yeah. With it. So yeah, of so, course, you know, maybe the pushing on it, we can get into next time, but mm-hmm. uh, no, I'm glad I fleshed, fleshed that out because as much, you know, I want to make that clear that, um, you know, we're not really, uh, condemning anybody so I, I just wanted to address like on the country part as we you know come to an end in this mm-hmm. part of the conversation um you know if uh, whatever the government says that's not necessarily what god says we all know yeah. that right but when you're when you get bombarded with what the government's saying all the time like this corona thing like corona this corona that everything shut down the bible says some, something completely different right mm-hmm. so we want all of our, we want to encourage our brothers and sisters that listen to this podcast to stay shored up, stay, you know, in the word and really be sure that you're ready for whatever comes down the pipe from our society and the people that are yeah. quote unquote in charge in the media and things like that. So, yeah. uh, we want to make sure that everybody has, um, enough 
a backbone, I guess I should say, because, you know, if your kid comes home to you and says, I think I'm, I think I'm gay or, uh, you know, me and Billy have been having sex for the past six months and they're, you know, a sophomore in high school <laughs> or, you know, dad, I'm struggling with pornography or, you know, whatever it is, you gotta be, you gotta come at it with the word yeah. and you gotta come at it with love and come at it with the word. So, you know, even if no matter what America says, because America used to say it was bad and they used to hate it. Yeah. And now America's like, yeah, we love it. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. And, and be aware. I mean, um, you know, I, I'm leaning more towards homeschooling Jack kind of just as time goes. If on. I could afford it, I would. Hey, dude, I told you, I showed you statistics. I mean, you can find programs for less than a thousand dollars a year. Just, just a heads up. Just putting but, that out there. Yeah, I mean, I that's that's one thing that I think, as far as the country part of it goes. Yeah, people need to be aware that that this is some stuff that's starting to be pushed. Um, yeah, watch the, the next episode, guys. Through the, We're yeah, gonna... <laughs> through the education pipeline. Yeah. Um, where just as the word says, people are beginning to accept call evil good. That's right. And um, and so I think uh, the church just as I think pretty much the church needs to do and almost all the topics we've talked about, it needs to be more vigilant in yeah. protecting specifically children uh, because that's kind of where some stuff is, is leaning towards. Um, if you look at some of like the pride marches and stuff, there's kids mm-hmm. out there, you know, just different things. We'll get more into that in the next episode, uh, but definitely kind of just be aware education wise, what's, what's trying to be pushed, uh, be you know open to doing something like homeschooling or maybe an alternative schooling like a find a christian private school um versus doing public school because the federal government gets to control that and gets to control yeah what's being the government of man taught yeah Yeah. so i would even say do some maybe do some bible study in your house with your family or just like family bible study yeah yeah you know and address these sexual sexual immorality things and also uh, as far as just the state state side the country side of it goes uh, marriage one I, I my first my first viewpoint is that the government should not be involved in marriage because government did not create marriage they Amen. shouldn't be in the business of making money require yeah making money off of a, a, a union that was created by God yeah um, but in that gay marriage is not a thing it's not I a guess. right yeah yeah um, it's 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 not I mean again going by the biblical standard right uh, there's not a, an allowance for homosexual marriage in in the the word um you know natalie and i kind of have uh, a situation um where some friends of hers uh a guy that she went to high school with him and his fiance who is also a man um are had asked her i believe or, or yeah had had asked her if they if she would be willing to officiate their marriage and she had to tell them no. Right, right. Why? You know, and and they're luckily they're not like the people that would be like, oh, you hate me because of who I, you know, they yeah. understand that. Right. Um, I even told her I wouldn't be comfortable. And I love these two guys. They're great guys. I think they're, yeah. they're you know, I, they're, I've hung out with them and stuff and they're, they're nice people. Um, but I've told her, I don't even know if I'd be comfortable going to the wedding in support because mm-hmm. it's not a biblical, it's, you know, it's not, it's not scriptural. Yeah. So um, just to, again, bring that back to the country part as we're closing out, just be aware of that. I think education and, and marriage are the two, um, well, even even marriage in relation to straight premarital sex. You know, yeah. that, that's, that's, that's a big problem nowadays, especially, you know, I, I saw something earlier that said like, oh, like 40% of um, 
pregnancies or now single mother pregnancies mm. versus versus like 18 percent in like 1980 something it's crazy because like yeah. they upped the education yeah but yeah, it ups spending, the problem yeah they're spending more money because they're not education. doing it right because <laughs> yeah, they take god out of the, out of the equation because they're telling kids it's like okay if you do it's it, okay you just you know be safe about it no, get tested no no keep it in your garage boys <laughs> 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 so cheesy i love it you're such uh, a dad oh man yeah but but yeah so um in relation to kind of all the things we kind of wanted to hit on i know we talked a little bit more about like the homosexual trend yeah and and i I, I wanted to i mean i think that's a big thing because i don't i think the church kind of understands how to deal with uh, premarital sex because that's been a thing forever yeah, the church is pretty more solid right more and solid but the nation it. the national sentiment isn't pushing premarital sex it's just saying that it's okay not as hard, not as hard because that, that part is kind of already gone by yeah they've already with the whole sexual revolution yeah. In, yeah so but now they're really pushing the homosexual side of it and mm-hmm. that one's just you know I, w- I don't want to say that we're drawing a line because we just got here <laughs> but if we had been you know in the in the old times we probably would have done the same thing with just regular you know heterosexual relationships so yeah um and we just wanted to uh, take a minute and really address this. And then in the next episode, be sure to listen. We're going to be talking more about some heavier things dealing with, you know, yeah. child sex abuse and just sexual abuse yeah. in general, you know, pedophilia, um, giving you some stats, some crazy stories. So um, plenty of things to pray about, guys. <laughs> uh, be sure to check us out. Uh, follow us on uh, social media. Follow us on YouTube at GNC Pod. Um, GNC like the vitamin store you can also find us uh, on the Risen Word website you can type in rsnwrd.com go to the podcast page and there we will be Uh, be sure to we're going to try to figure out something that we can put on a shirt so y'all can start wearing t-shirts and maybe a mug or two or something like that so check that out at the Risen Word store again rsnwrd.com risenword.com and uh, anything else no I think that's it peace out